At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. We are off. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa. Resort and Casino, huge show on tap over the next three hours. Our guests include Matt Humans in 45 minutes, senior editor at vcin.com and a host here on the network as well. He's got a bunch of college football bets and a college basketball bet that he likes for tonight's action. We will begin, of course, with uh, what took place last night in that Monday night football contest where another divisional dog gets the job done, not only with the 11 points, as the commanders were catching in the game, but to win it outright on the road like that. And I just, I had to be completely honest. I thought the Eagles stunk out loud last night. They look like a three or a four loss team. Yeah. We can get into all of it. And I know we will you. I hate it when referees become part of the story and uh, they miss calls. The face mask was, give me a break. There's no way that you can uh, miss that call, but it's also not the main reason why the Eagles lost the game. And I know people are going to think that, but if you do, you need to re-watch the game and tell yourself that their game plan was terrible and they had no answer for a team that was going to be three yards in a cloud of dust. Yeah. That was it, and they lost. Yep, yep. Paulson was great yesterday breaking that down about chew clock and be boring, and yeah. I'm surprised that worked. But the time of possession at one point was 30-6. to six. Uh, It shows how good they are that they still should have and would have won the game, but the Watkins silly fumble and then the blown call on the Goddard non-face mask mm-hmm. call. I still think they're going to win the game. Sly was huge to it and from 58 and 55. Uh, you think they're going to run them out after they get the fumble early and the touchdown to go up 7 nothing? But uh, that's back-to-back games now where they've been flat, haven't played well, and now they got a lot of things to clean up and what looked like a gimme and a layup two weeks ago now figures to be a tough contest if the Colts are going to go with uh, Matt Ryan. So it's unfortunate. It's going to be a lot of negativity here. I'm ticked off. I thought the officials don't decide the game, okay? 
Now, you, you call the Graham play, and then you miss the face mask. The, they missed the, uh, the intentional, the non-intentional grounding uh, as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just I wanted to see how long this could go with the Eagles being undefeated. But uh, full marks to Rivera. Uh, great job by Heineke. And uh, Washington now, believe it or not, they're thinking playoffs. Yeah, that's, a, that's a huge win. And if you look at the schedule coming up, it's certainly doable. And don't laugh. They had Minnesota down 10 in the fourth quarter two weeks ago. Yeah, they should have won that game as well. I just thought overall, again, Scott Turner last night, the OC for the uh, Commanders, too, did a bang-up job. They never got away from the game plan. They never yeah. uh, got off the cliff. And, uh, you know, they, was, they knew that it was going to be, like, we can run on this team. That's been So here's the deal with the Eagles, right? Teams can run the football on them, especially when Jordan Davis, the rookie, I guess, kind of run stuffer out of Georgia, has been out of the lineup, the yards per carry, uh, they've gone up. But the problem with that is the Eagles have been by far and away the best team in the second quarter of these games. So at halftime, we saw it last night, they showed it during the game, right? It was their first deficit at halftime the entire year. So they were 8-0, they were crushing teams in the first half and more specifically the second quarter. And then so after halftime, teams were like, well, hey, look at this. We're down by two touchdowns. Uh, We can't exactly stick with the run. We need to throw the ball on the Eagles, and they're great at neutralizing passing offenses um, so far on the year. Well, that didn't happen last night. So then because of what took place on top of that, the time of possession, the, the Eagles came out, in my opinion, they were cocky. They played at a warp speed. They never even considered running the football. It was all... I mean, a 1,000 miles an hour, let's throw the ball down the field, score touchdowns, and take care of this team. But then they couldn't establish drives after a certain point, and then the commanders get the ball back, and hey, here's a 12-play, eight-minute drive, and you're going to get the ball back, and you, something's going to happen after three plays, we're going to get back again. And the defense eventually got gassed, and you're, exactly, you're right, though. I mean, as bad as they were last night, they nearly won. If the Watkins play was the biggest play of the game to me. Yep. And if he had been touched then he's just going to be down right there. Eagles probably score, and they might win the game. That, to me, was way bigger than the missed uh, face mask call. Huge. Yeah, you can't, they're, they're you deep can't, in Washington territory. It, it, the face mask, was, they were uh, still going to have the ball, like, at a what? They're around 40-yard line? Yeah. No, deeper than that. Oh, absolutely. They're in the red zone? No, 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 at the face mask. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was there was a good uh, highlight rule about of, of Lockett on social media last night about he, he's perfect at just, okay, I'm just going to fall down. I tripped. I'm down. I'm staying down because that kind of stuff. Guys are chasing you. What do you awareness there, Watkins? Ridiculous. Yeah. Brown one catch. Goddard three catches. Uh, I know uh, they didn't get them involved. Uh, the game plan early, getting away from the run. But uh, you know the other thing too. When in doubt, just listen to Belichick. That's another. Everything should be reviewable. How do you miss that in front of everybody? Totally that's totally a agree. huge call right there. It's yeah. a blatant face mask. Think about the rules that are set up in the NFL right now. They can go back to make sure that it was a fumble recovered by the commanders. And every single person watching the game, including the referees on it, the broadcasters looking back, they know it's a face mask. They know it's a blatant face mask. And they can't do a damn thing about it. It's just... No, that doesn't make come any on. sense. Come on. That doesn't make any sense when it's a blown call like that and decides the game. And speaking of deciding the game, the call on Graham. Now, uh, here's two things I didn't like. You're deciding the game when you make the call uh, after what happened with the face mask. And number two, the official couldn't wait to throw the flag as well. I mean, the, the guy's co- he's a big guy. He's coming full speed. And then Heineke takes the knee, gives himself up, and then you know, a little love tap. And he just can't wait to fire out the flag. I mean, they, God, these guys are tough to take. Well, that, that to me is, again, you can disagree with the rule all you want, and it's nonsense again. Mm-hmm. Graham is a total dummy for doing that. You know, you you have to know that if you touch him or yeah. whatever it is, if you if it's out of control, he could have missed. I, he could have missed. But I know he's a big guy. He's coming full speed. I know you just you, gotta put it this get way. Out of the, but that's my we, we, god, that's we, tough because they're getting the ball back. Yeah, when he, when he came over and, and that happened, did you know that they're going to throw the flag? Oh, I thought I was, I'm, I'm on yeah, my couch. Why? Yeah. I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah, you idiot. Third and How seven. do you do that? Yeah. And then bam, here comes the flag. And I'm telling you though, I mean. Good, good for Heineke playing like this, and he absolutely—I mean, shut it down. He's got to be the guy this year for the team. There's no way they can consider Carson Wentz. I no, mean, that just—it's silly talk. They're in the playoff mix. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they don't lose to the Vikings, they have a long winning streak here. How about this tweet? Record by Commander quarterback since 2018. Heineke's above a uh, game over 500. Everyone else is 19 and 37. 
I mean, remember, the guy played well in that playoff game. They got the ball down eight late against Tom Brady. Oh, they won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this he's annoying. That's where I was I'm, going. I mean, he's just, you know, who signals like that first down after the penalty? I mean, he's tough to take, but it's a good story. They get the win. Good job by uh, Riverboat Ron going for it, fourth down there. The weapon you have was Sly. And that's, uh, that's a huge win. Someone finally knocks off the Eagles. Yep. And so. uh, here is Philly's head coach, Nick Sirianni, after the game, telling everybody why they lost. Yeah, shoot. I mean, that's pretty pretty simple, right? The three turnovers lost us the game. The time of possession loses you the game. Um, it was We lost it together. Offense, defense, special teams, coaching. We lost it together. That's what lost us the game. He's exactly right. Again, yeah. I, I don't want people to, you know, come at us today and say they lost because of the face mask. No, they didn't. There were several reasons why that were more important in that game, why they lost the game, not the face mask. Man, they, they messed around too long. They they did. It was too easy for Washington, too. I mean, just threw four yards, four yards, That's four the, yards. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know what's coming. A little penetration here. Let's go. Yeah. Get in there. It's 26 carries for 86 yards for Robinson. That's not great, but you know what it was? It was enough to be in third and long, and you could not get off the field on third down last night. It was a backbreaker. Oh, my God. They so started 11 of 14. Crazy. It went 12 of 18, I think. It won. It's ridiculous. Yep, yep. Yep. And I, uh, so we, we have to play this today, too. This is basically two weeks ago. <laughs> it's uh, We'll take you back to November 2nd when uh, Uncle Sal, Sal Palantonio, popped on this show from ESPN. He's covered the Eagles forever and ever and ever. And, Paulie, you asked him about that prop. When are the Eagles going to lose their first game? Again, keep in mind now, this is uh, November 2nd here with Sal. The only one I think that's in play is the commander's game on Monday night football, honestly, because Heineke, he's playing with house money guys. He's totally fearless. He's playing like a guy who doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Like he wakes up and says, I don't, listen, what can you do to me? You're not going to send me to see and take away my birthday. I've already happened that. That's already happened to me. Yeah. Right. As, as we used to say in the Navy, that's already happened to me. You took away my birthday and sent me to see what else can you do to me, Commander. <laughs> so I mean, no, no pun, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, he's great. I mean, when, when nobody Good, else call. is considering that loss. Yeah, great call. Great call. Ten more people go down in Survivor too. Down eighty-six here now. Uh, again, I'm shocked by that. I, I mean, I know it worked out how people already used them, but uh, l- lucky. Only ten had the Raiders. Only ten had the Eagles. So we're down to eighty-six, as you said. Uh, eight were on Chicago, and now you're going into the most difficult week of the of the season coming up. Who do you use? How many people have Baltimore left? Do you get nuts and want to use the Bills at home? Do you trust Kirk Cousins against Belichick? Week 11, week 12, Thanksgiving its own week. Yep. Nothing on the line, just $6 million. No, that's it. So uh, we're down to 86. Let's rumble. Yep. Also, I wonder last night what the Colts and the Packers were thinking watching that game. Oh, all we have to do is just, you know, run the ball for four or five yards of crack the entire time against the Eagles. The next two opponents for yeah. Philadelphia is why I bring that up. Now, that was one game for the Colts, and Jonathan Taylor had a great game against the Raiders. I don't know if their offensive line is going to be that good against Philly or not. Yeah, but well, Good point. Let's see yeah. how they respond now. Yeah, all right. right. Yeah, you did. You played a terrible game. You got beat at home, and that's back-to-back sloppy weeks. Yep. Sloppy L- games, rather. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go-to for any soccer-related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like their World Cup Futures, Insurance Bet, and World Cup Daily Bets and Gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match day action. It's a whole new game. We'll recap more of last night's betting action in Win Some, Lose Some. Coming up next, huge upsets on the board. We're talking about 18 and 19 to 1 long shots that came in. Paulie will have the details and the numbers for you here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Welcome back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Humans joins the program now, senior editor, vsin.com, and also a host here on the network. And he is doing the uh, Friday night betting invitational. Uh, they're in chop season now, where a handicapper Chopper. is going bye bye every single week. Uh, and we have a new leader at the very top of the Friday night show. Uh, Matt, thanks for the time. Do tell who is at the top. The hottest handicapper in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational right now is Doug Kazarian of ESPN. Wow. And, uh, 9-0-1 the past two weeks, 17-2-1 in the past four weeks. Ooh. So Doug has rocketed up to standings to take the top spot, a narrow lead, over James Salinas and Chuck Edel right there in two and three. And uh, Chris the Bear Felica from ESPN at number four. And Salinas, Edel, the Bear, those guys have been up near the top the entire season. But Doug has just been on a uh, sensational run here the uh, the past four weeks. Steve Fezzik got cut this week, two-time Wesky Super Contest champ. Steve's an excellent batter and a handicapper. Over uh, 10 weeks in this contest, just uh, did not get his best bet record was good, 6-3-1. Mm-hmm. But uh, And Fezzik got off to a hot start in the contest, but not very good the past four or five weeks. So we're down from a field of 16 to 14 as we head to week 11. Okay, very good. How about this? We You know, we have this big college basketball doubleheader tonight, and in between games, then we get the rankings in college football. Any opinion on one of the on the, the two big college basketball games we have? I did play Michigan State that's number at Circa mm-hmm. right now. I've been very impressed with uh, Spartans. If you watched the Michigan State Gonzaga game on the aircraft carrier in San Diego last week, I think you had to be impressed. This is a typical Tom Izzo team. Tough, uh, physically mature. These guys rebound. They defend the interior. The Spartans are better than I thought they were going to be in the preseason. I read a really ugly report from uh, their exhibition game where they played poorly, and then that was not the same team you saw against Gonzaga last week. So it's uh, it's uh, Tom Izzo looks like he's headed to the NCAA tournament for the 25th year in a row, and uh, 
what he does works. Now, here's the deal with Kentucky. Oscar Shibway looks like he is probably going to come back and play in this game. But uh, John Calipari said yesterday, he's not sure how much he's going to play. It looks like it's going to be three or four minute burst. Uh, so I, I, I power rated this game without Shibway at a Kentucky four. I'm not sure how much of an impact he's going to make. Severe Wheeler, the point guard for Kentucky, is back. But the Wildcats haven't been tested yet. They played Howard and Duquesne. And uh, like I said, Michigan State had that um, tough game against Gonzaga last week where I thought the Spartans outplayed the Zags for about 38 minutes. And um, I think seven and a half is a pretty good number here on the Spartans. Um, you know, not knowing how much Schwebway is going to uh, contribute tonight, that's kind of the wild card here, but uh, still, to me, the number looks like it's a little bit high. And in terms of the Duke Kansas game, mm -hmm. very difficult to call. I've got Duke um, Kansas as a pick'em, and uh, right now you're seeing I think pick or Kansas is a one point favorite. So I really have no opinion on that. Probably just sit back, evaluate, and watch that one. Okay, you're also <clears throat> involved in the two big Pac-12 games that we have this weekend. Both of them featuring teams off of brutal losses at home last week, UCLA and Oregon. And you're actually going to be on both teams. Tell us why you like the Bruins and the Ducks. Okay, well, the Bruins rolled the Ducks, or excuse me, the Bruins rolled the Trojans last year, 62-33. to 33. Now, it's obviously a much different USC team. Lincoln Riley, he's done a hell of a job in turning around what was a terrible USC team a year ago. Uh, I, I think the loss to Arizona last week and I was on Arizona plus 20. Certainly did not expect the outright win. I think the Bruins got caught looking ahead a little bit in that game. Yeah. And um, I saw Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the quarterback, said, you know, we put 62 up on USC last year. We want to put 50 up on them again. Oh! And I think, it's, I think it's possible the Bruins can do it. DTR, 20 TDs, four interceptions. Well, Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, he has even better numbers right now. 31 TDs. Two picks, the total in this game, 75. Obviously, wouldn't surprise me to see it go over. But here's the thing. I think uh, UCLA could run all over this USC defense again. And the problem the Trojans are going to have offensively is their leading rusher, Travis Dye, 884 yards, 6.1 per carry, nine TDs. He's done for the season. So it's going to be an adjustment for the USC offense here. I was a little bit surprised that Circa opened the number of four. Uh, I got three and a half with uh, UCLA, and right now the best you can get is two and a half, but I still like the Bruins to win this game. They opened the total 82 here. My God. Yeah. 82 and uh, 75. Cow. Wow. Wow. But also, so it's just, you're buying low on the Ducks this weekend because they were six in the look ahead. Now they're three after losing, and they get uh, the Utes at home. Yeah, they, you, said a, you said a best right there. Mm -hmm. I think this is a cheap line on the Ducks off the loss, and Utah has not played that well on the road. Uh, up to this point. And I think if you look at Oregon a week ago, there wasn't anything wrong with what the Ducks did offensively. Bo Nix passed for 280. He had two TDs, no picks. Uh, the Ducks ran 51 times for 312 yards in that game. But defensively, they gave up 408 yards passing to Michael Penix. And uh, Dan Lanning has done a really good job with this Ducks defense ever since that blowout lost to Georgia in the season opener. And the fact is just that the Utes have not played that well on the road, I think this is a, a cheap, uh, like you said, a buy-low spot on Oregon here. I thought this number was going to be above three, so I'll lay three with the Ducks. Okay. Are you fading Texas this weekend? Mm. I am. You know, and I have not really understood why there's been so much uh, money show on Texas for the last five or six weeks. I think these numbers have been inflated on the Longhorns. And if you look at uh, Quinn Ewers, we were all really impressed with what he did against Alabama in that uh, first half before he left with the injury, he has been a really inaccurate passer in recent games. He was 17 of 39 against TCU over the weekend. And uh, Kansas, I thought, had a really good offensive performance a week ago at Texas Tech, 525 total yards in that loss. And the last time Kansas was at home, uh, the Jayhawks blew out Oklahoma State 37-16. to 16. You've also got a coaching edge here with uh, Lance Leipold. And I, I think you've got to really start to question, if you haven't been questioning for a while, how good Steve Sarkissian is uh, as, a, as a head coach. And sure. Texas mm -hmm. has got some issues. I mean, Texas has come up flat in some big spots here. 
Bijan Robinson, I think, is the only really standout um, aspect of that Texas football team. I was surprised to see this number at nine. I actually made it three and a half. Uh, but, you know, my number's been lower on Texas the entire season. So, and, and don't forget, a year ago, Kansas was a 30-point dog and beat the Longhorns in Austin. Yeah, that's right. I got a text uh, Friday night from Derek Stevens, and I think you guys were you guys both were on the air at the same time. Could, I cannot believe the finish of the UNLV game. What what Royal call a timeout? Sense of urgency. What are you doing? And the line was nine, and they kicked a field goal to put it on seven, but it took forever. Now it's the get out game coming up on Saturday night. Uh, what what do you think of UNLV catching all these points? Two more wins, they can become bowl eligible. Uh, UNLV is laying a bunch of points. Lane, You're sorry. right. Mark, Mark, Marcus Royo has been a really poor game manager, you know, for the past three years. Uh, he's he's no sideline genius, that's for sure. And uh, I think Timmy Chang has done a really good job turning around this Hawaii team. I, when I was on with you guys last week, I was, I told you I was taking the points with Hawaii against Utah State, and that was a wild mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Hawaii got there with the cover. Timmy Chang is now five and one against the spread since the beginning of October. And uh, if you watched Hawaii a week ago, I thought the, aside from the four turnovers, the Hawaii offense looked really good. 541 total yards, held Utah State to 374. Uh, I don't trust the Rebels on the road here. And uh, laying a big number, I, I made this, uh, actually, I made this nine and a half, but I was still looking to take Hawaii here. So I'll take a couple extra points. And I think Hawaii is live to win the game. Matt, 30 wow. seconds. You like, uh, wow. You like Green Bay laying points Thursday against Tennessee? Yeah, you know, I, I thought about it all last week. Am I going to take the points with the Packers against the Cowboys? I debated it all week, finally decided to do it, and I'm glad I did. It, it, it paid off, and I think the Packers are going to get things turned around now. I really like a lot of the things I saw in that game against the Cowboys. If you look at the Titans, they're 6-3. and three. They have a minus two-point differential, and their offense is last in the NFL in yards per drive. Uh, so... I feel okay laying three with the Packers at Lambeau. All right, man. Great spot as always. Best of luck this week. You bet. Thanks. Great job. You can follow him on Twitter. He yep. is at Matt Humans 24-7. I'll find I'll text him after. I want to know if he's going to actually use him in a contest play. Yeah, see how he's doing in a contest. Because and and yet, yet Tennessee's covered seven in a row, though, too. That's right. You see, that's right. So you would have gone four and one? If oh, yeah. yeah. You had the Bears and the Bills. Bears and the Bills. Oh, my God. And that's a new start to the quarterly and the, uh, oh, that's the week six contest, the nine-week contest, all of it. 71%. The leader in the super contest here, seventy-three percent. The leader, thirty-six, thirteen, and one ATS. Oh, give me wow. a break! That's incredible. <laughs> Week eleven coming up. Ross Tucker joins the show coming up next. He was on the Eagles game last night. Was Billy exposed? BetRivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. Must be 21 or old sportsbook. Always follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Five days away, World Cup. Lace them up. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Latest odds, lines, and boost. Bet Rivers, your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers Special World Cup promotions, the World Cup futures, insurance bets, and the daily bet and gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants all soccer fans to head there. Download the app, betrivers.com. Get in all the action. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. Start the sour, talking about what took place last night. Monday Night Football, Eagles, losers at home to the Commanders. And uh, they are no longer undefeated, obviously. They went from 8-0 to now 8-1. and And the great Ross Tucker joins the program now. He was calling the game last night. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Ross Tucker NFL. And also catch his podcast. It's called the Even Money Podcast. Good morning, Ross. Uh, thanks for the time, as always. How are you? Morning, fellas. Doing awesome. Great to see you. Yeah. Me too, sir. Uh, we both kind of thought that the Eagles were just uh, not very good last night. Um, I mean, many reasons why they lost that game, in my opinion. Uh, I don't want to completely overreact, but I will ask you, watching what the game plan was for the Commanders, and now the Colts are on deck, followed by the Packers, in theory, two, two good potential running games. 
were they kind of exposed last night? Well, listen, I, I think that that was already probably the book on what to do against the Eagles, especially with their first-round pick, Jordan Davis, mm -hmm. out on IR, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they drafted him. He's their best run-stuffing defensive tackle. He's a monster. So when he's out, first of all, they don't have their number one guy in terms of stopping the run. But then number two, they, they lose the depth, right? Now you have your third and fourth D tackles. Really, your fourth and fifth D tackles are playing a lot more reps than you want them to because you're missing your number one guy. The Texans did a pretty good job of it with Damian Pierce. They ran the ball pretty effectively in that last Thursday night game. Yep. And the commanders came out and, and did basically the same thing. They possessed the ball all night. I think the thing that was so interesting to me about the game is not only the, the commanders running the ball pretty well, but they converted like every third down. I think, I think the Eagles' philosophy is, well, if you're going to run the ball a lot, you're going to be in a lot of third downs, and it's going to be hard to convert. But at one point, the commanders were like 12 or 14 on third down. Yeah. It was completely silly with that rate, and that's something that will not continue. Yeah. I mean, if they are allowing uh, you know, a lot of running yards per game coming up and they're in the same situation, I think they'll probably take their chances with that. Well, that's what's interesting, because you look at like efficiency and yards per carry, it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, no. the yards per carry they allowed wasn't that bad. What hurt them as much as anything is that the commanders were in so many third and shorts, third and manageables as a result, and they kept converting. I was actually surprised at how often Heineke was able to get it done on third down, even under pressure a couple times. I thought that the Eagles secondary sort of let them down and, and the D-line to some yeah. extent let them down. I mean, how do you let Terry McLaurin beat you over and over again? Make somebody else beat you if you're playing the commander. What do you think of the officiating? Really disappointing. Yeah. You know, and honestly, you know, people think I'm – you know, joking when I say this, but for both teams, right? Like, if you're the commanders, you don't want people saying after the game that, well, they 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 missed the face mask on Goddard. It was blatant because the commanders were the better team. Mm -hmm. The commanders earned that win. They deserved to win the game. But when there's a, a egregious mistake like that, that everybody sees – then that becomes one of the focal points, and it takes away a little bit from what the commanders otherwise accomplished. It is crazy. I mean, look, you guys are on every day. We have a whole network, VEASAN, dedicated to betting. I've got a betting podcast, Even Money Podcast. Mm -hmm. It's really unacceptable that you can have 60 cameras at a Monday night football game and they don't have a solution to correct an obvious mistake that everybody out there can see. Well said. I mean, it's yep. really, really bad. I've said for a long time, let everything be able to be challenged yep. by the coaches. People say, oh, yep. well, then the games will take forever. No, it won't. They only have two challenges. And if they're wrong, they lose a timeout. They're not going to be just throwing away challenges. They're not going to do that. It's not going to make the game longer. But in that case, not going to make games a lot longer, but in that case, it would have allowed Sirianni to say, hey, guys, you know, it happens. You missed a terrible face mask, and they could have corrected it. Yep, well said. You think there's a carryover effect, though, with the – we saw with Tennessee, and they still won the game. Uh, after They were on the field. 81 plays Washington ran. You think it could be a carryover effect against Indy? Absolutely. Absolutely, because it's a short week. They're on the road. They got worn out in the game. And what do you think the Colts are going to do? You have Jonathan Taylor, and their interim head coach is like me. He's a former offensive lineman. Yeah. Jeff Saturday was salivating watching that game last night. The Colts are going to try to set the NFL record for rushing attempts on Sunday against <laughs> the Eagles. Yeah. After I mean, are you kidding yeah. me? Jeff Saturday? That's what I would be doing. I would yep. show my guys the tape and say, we can run the ball on these guys because they got a better back. They got Jonathan Taylor. They got a more dynamic back than the two kids for the commanders. I, I think you're the perfect guy to ask this question to because you, you played the game and you're in the media, but you weren't handed a studio analyst job. 
as a former coach. So Cower Sunday said it's an embarrassment to the profession. Joe Thomas said it's the most egregious thing he's seen in all his years being in football, and he went 1-31 in two years with the Browns. What do you think of the Colts hiring Saturday? Well, it's interesting, right? Because I know Jeff. I'm friends with him. I'm rooting for him. I like him. I think he's an awesome player, guy, and I think he's going to be very successful in the NFL if that's what he wants to do. I kind of always thought he'd be more of a front office guy because he's into the, the business side of things. But I thought the hire was ridiculous. I mean, for a middle-of-the-season interim head coach from the outside who doesn't really even know at the time, at least the schemes, the terminology, to just drop him in from out of nowhere when you have guys like Gus Bradley and John Fox and others on the staff, I thought was ludicrous. And I don't, by the way, think that a one-game sample size, and you guys know, everybody listening knows, Mm -hmm. you know, sample sizes, and you don't ever take this one thing. One game over the Raiders is not enough to say it was a great hire. Let's see what happens moving forward. I will say this. It makes it a lot better if you start by getting a win like they did, right? Because now they got some money. But let's be honest. The best thing he did was put Matt Ryan back in there. Sure. After the owner, Jim Irsay, told Frank Reich he had to bench Matt Ryan and put Ellinger in. Yes. Which is why I'm still mad because I had on the Even Money podcast, I had the Raiders laying the points last week because they said it was going to be Ellinger. Yes, they did. Saturday said my starting quarterback is Ellinger. So kudos to the Colts, I guess, for pulling the wool over all of our eyes. But that cost me two units. I'm not happy. No, I I don't blame you. (laughs) Uh, So back to the Eagles in for a second. Those two teams play each other this week uh, again. Um, Eagles updated win total before last night was in the 14 and a half range. Uh, how many wins do you think they land on at the end of the year now? I would lean under. Yeah, I, I would lean under with that number. Uh, I don't know what it is now, but I, I think they'll probably go like 13 and four, 14 and three. They have a really good team. I mean, they, they, they are really talented. Think about this, guys. Like, Washington totally dominated that game. And if Sly doesn't make yeah. a 58-yarder, mm-hmm. the score is 21-20. Eagles are at leading. If he doesn't make the 58 and the 55-yarder, the Eagles can win the game at the end with a field goal. I mean, to be dominated like they were and still have the ball, what, two or three times with a chance to win, and if they call the Goddard face mask or if Quez Watkins doesn't fumble after the deep post, yep. they probably still win the game. Right. It's kind yep. of wild. Everything right. you said is spot on. Yep. Um, they were dominated. They didn't deserve to win the game. The commanders did, but if Watkins hangs on... Maybe, there you go. Maybe the extra. Uh, holidays are around the corner. you got about 90 seconds left. Uh, the myfrontpagestory.com is always a good um, path to go down in order for, you know, gift for a loved one. Tell everybody about it. Well, so this is one of the reasons why I love coming on with you guys. You have awesome listeners. I love the social media interaction I get from them. And every time I come on, at least a couple of you realize, you know what? Getting my loved one a story all about them is way better than some material thing or something else. You literally, it looks like it's on the front page of the newspaper. It's framed. It's beautiful. They will hang it up in their house. Maybe that's your house. Maybe it's for your wife forever. And it'll be the gift that keeps on giving. I'm more into gifts like this, right? My family is like, I don't need like something fancy. Mm -hmm. Just give me something that shows me how much you care. People have been loving it. Myfrontpagestory.com. It really is the coolest gift you can get someone. So don't do one of these Black Friday deals. Just go over to myfrontpagestory.com and get a gift that will probably make her cry. Yeah. Good tears. She'll, she'll be happy right. tears. Right. There you go. Um, your great follow on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL. And uh, some of the gems that you share throughout the year. I mean, the, the food. I mean, oh. you, you get this. I mean, this plays very well. Oh. And then you had the great tip last night. Everybody knows you do the hoagie at first, and you save the pretzel. And it was a gigantic pretzel for after the game. Good for you. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a halftime hoagie stash and the post-game pretzel. It's alliteration. <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, you know, you don't go out there and you try to stand in line with everybody else 
at halftime. You already have something that's typically better from before the game yep. that you've stored. Look at that. Oh, I mean, look, oh, this, is, this isn't my first rodeo, fellas. <laughs> oh, crap. See how it's done. Yeah. Oh, the crab cakes. Thanks, Ross. Have a great week. Oh, absolutely. See you guys. Yep, be good. Be we'll best. get into uh, the committee show that we have tonight and updated college ball playoff odds next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Follow the Money on v Can't wait. World Cup countdown is on. Get ready to get our World Cup betting guide. Mike Palm. In-depth analysis from Nigel Seeley on all eight groups. Picks and predictions for every group. Awards. Apple Bomb will give you everything you need to know as well. Sign up now for just $99. Get VEASAN Pro access for everything we do through the Super Bowl. Sign up today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. World Cup betting insight. The World Cup betting preview show on YouTube. Subscribe to the VEASAN Live on YouTube as well. We're getting ready five days away from the World Cup. We've got a couple of bets here and thoughts on uh, what we were talking about in the previous segment. With Paul Stone, a professional sports better college football handicapper here. He joins us on Follow the Money. Paul, good morning. Thanks for the time, as always. We appreciate it. We were just talking about North Carolina, TCU, among some other teams. Like on the Tar Heels, where, if they run the table, go 12 and 1, we were kicking that around. They're 100 to 1 right now to win the national title, not make the playoff. We can't find playoff odds. Where do you personally power rate North Carolina as we speak? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, you know, I, I'm, I'm not as. Uh... Uh, high on the, the Tar Heels maybe as some people, but, you know, I, in researching and preparing for this spot, you know, I looked at my power rankings, then I looked at Jeff Sagarin and Sonny Moore, a couple of guys who I reference from time to time. I've got them right in the mid-30s as far as where they rank in power rankings. Jeff Sagarin has North Carolina 36th. Sonny Moore has them 35th. Iowa State 
ranked higher than North Carolina by all three of us gentlemen. So, you know, they they played well, but it's sometimes I like to say about college football guys, it's not how you play, it's who you play. Mm-hmm. And these leagues are not created equal. Uh, you know, there's a lot of layups uh, in the ACC. It hasn't been known as a strong league. And without Clemson at the top this year, it's even weaker than most years. I mean, you have a lot of layups with uh, – you know, the, the teams in that league, Boston College, Virginia Tech, Georgia Tech, Miami, just to name a few. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, again, looking at the Big 12, the only teams that North Carolina would be power ranked by myself and I think others in that league would be West Virginia, Texas Tech, and Kansas, and it's really close. So wow. I'm high on North Carolina. You know, they beat Appalachian State, Georgia State, Miami, Duke, and Florida all by seven points or fewer, mm-hmm. all on the road. But if think if Alabama did that, you know, they, they would be uh, right through the goals if they had those, those close victories yeah. uh, on their resume. So I'm not as high on North Carolina. I think they're a, a team that should be power-ranked again uh, anywhere from, you know, 30th to, to, you know, the mid-30s. That is a terrific answer and breakdown there, sir. What would you do? Uh, the, the line is up. They are a six-point dog in the ACC title game against Clemson, if that happens? You know, that's exactly what I made it. I think that's a, a good number. And I really, you know, on one hand, I'm talking down North Carolina. And on the other, I, I think North Carolina, you know, plus six or more might be worth a look because I, I think the Tar Heels, are they're good offensively. I was really high on this Clemson team coming into the year, had them power ranked fourth or fifth. But they just hadn't, uh, you know, they hadn't met that expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were really going to be – Great defensively. I use the term not Georgia 2021 great, but really good. And they haven't been at that level. And they've made some maybe incremental progress offensively, but they still have problems. Uh, DJ Uyangale, you know, still looks uncomfortable, uh, still looks like he's, uh, you know, just kind of playing on the run. So uh, I think North Carolina, just because of the newness and, and Mac and, and just all those things, might be worth a, worth a look in that ACC championship game. Okay, so then you mentioned the Big 12 and where they would stack compared to, like, a North Carolina, for reference. Where, where do you have TCU overall, then, in your power ratings? I have TCU six this week. I mean, that's a, that's a team that's playing, uh, you know, they've played four top 30 opponents, obviously 4-0 and against those opponents outperforming market expectations each week, 8-1-1 uh, against the spread this year. And, again, you know, you, you don't get an off week in the Big 12. There are no layups, and, uh, you know, you got to play week in and week out. And it's an interesting setup uh, with the Horned Frogs traveling to Baylor this week uh, to play the Bears. Mm-hmm. Okay, so why don't we do a couple of picks here, uh, and then we'll get into what you make of uh, UCLA and Oregon coming off those two devastating losses from last weekend. Matt Humans told us, uh, you know, in the first hour of the show, he made a great – he actually thinks that Hawaii can win the game outright, and they're catching 11.5 against UNLV. Are you on the same side as him? You know I am. And, uh, you know, that, that's probably not a bad side to be on because Matt knows his stuff. But you look at this UNLV uh, team, first of all, and I think they've made some progress uh, – under Marcus Arroyo now in his third uh, third season there. But UNLV hasn't been an away favorite since way back in 2016. And you look, since the start of 2008, so you're talking about 14 seasons plus, UNLV has only been a road favorite a total of 10 times. They've only covered two of those. Uh, I like, again, I like this UNLV team, especially with Doug Brumfield at quarterback. Uh, he's been injured, you know, about half of the year, but he's healthy right now. This Hawaii team, though, they were decimated by the portal, probably impacted more than – they weren't more than – they might have been impacted more than anybody in all of college football. But at home, the Rainbow Warriors, they've covered four straight. Last week, they lost to Utah State on the islands 41-34, but they outgained Utah State by more than 100 yards. Hawaii had 541 yards against Utah State. They were done in by four turnovers, negative four in the turnover category. I like Hawaii, and like Matt, they might get a victory over you. Wow. I certainly like them plus 11.5 over the Rebels. Paul Stone's our guest here in Follow the Money. So 
on the air, we've actually shared jokes about the UConn program in the past. I mean, you were you had some unbelievable numbers on how bad they were over the past you know few years, all time bad. The job that Jim Moore is doing is simply remarkable, and now they're a huge dog again this week, coming off of an upset. I mean, two they're catching two two touchdowns against uh, Liberty last week. They won it outright. You like UConn again this week plus the points? Absolutely. I mean, like you're talking about, Mitch, this is this is a program that was left for dead. I mean, there were there were calls to, to drop to FCS, to totally drop football. I mean, we've seen all the stories. But this is a team, first of all, I made the line in this game, Army minus seven and a half, and I'm now seeing ten and a half there at Circa. UConn, they've been performing, outperforming rather, market expectations a week after week. Again, Jim Moore Jr. Uh, done one of the best head coaching jobs in all of college football. They're bowl eligible. This team still seems to be on an upward plane, uh, still seems to be ascending. Huskies have covered seven straight games. They're 9-2 and two against the spread uh, on the season. Army, on the other hand, since 2012, when cast as a favorite, only 24-34 and 34 against the spread, so only 41%. I like UConn. Again, I think this double-digit favorite has a chance to win the game outright. Take UConn plus 10.5 uh, at West Point over Army. How are you approaching and handicapping the two Pac-12 teams off of, uh, you know, just uh, atrocious losses uh-huh. last weekend? UCLA, huge favorite, lost outright. Oregon, huge favorite at home. Run the table, they're probably going to be in the playoff. Lost to their, you know, the huge rival there with uh, the Huskies, and now they're both laying uh, well, the Oregon team now is laying three points in their game. UCLA catching a point half against USC. Are you staying away from these, or how are you approaching both those matchups? You know, first of all, on Oregon, you know, first of all, the, the Pac-12's much improved. It's a better league. It's an exciting league. I mean, if you watch that Washington-Oregon game last week, two great quarterbacks, just a high level of play. But I think Oregon, in the back of their mind, that 49-3 loss to Georgia, I just think unless everything fell exactly right, they were going to have to have, uh, you know, they were going to have a, a tough road to get to the playoff. And I think maybe in the back of their mind they knew that. So I don't consider it too substantially. You got to remember last year they lost to Utah 38 to 10 in the Pac-12 championship game. So I think that gives them extra motivation. Um, I would mm-hmm. look for the. I think it's going to be a great football game. I don't really have a. a angle per se, or certainly don't have a play. And then UCLA. I mean, I like to play hurting football teams. You know, not not hurting from an injury standpoint, but from a psychological standpoint, kind of from a wounded psyche standpoint. UCLA six and two against the spread off their last eight straight up losses. They're playing, you know, Southern Cal, the team that's dominated uh, the college football landscape there in uh, Los Angeles through the years, and now that's even elevated with Lincoln Riley uh, now there at uh, USC. So I think UCLA has some things going for it. I hadn't played it. Now that it's down to two and a half in some corners, I might not play it. But I think UCLA is in a good position here, perhaps to rebound against the Trojans. Very good. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Paul Stone Sports, and you can also listen, download, subscribe to his podcast. It is called the Paul Stone Sports Podcast. We love talking to you, sir. Uh, thanks for the time, as always. Best of luck this week. Same to you guys. Appreciate you having me on. There you go. Thanks, sir. Well, I like that. We've had two college uh, angles today. Both guys liked uh, Hawaii. Plus 11 and a half. Well, it's, uh, yeah, this is a rare spot for you and I'll be. As he pointed out and documented down, there. Uh, yeah, right. Haven't done well yeah. in any spot going back a long time, specifically this one. We will get into uh, two games that we have on the board tonight and more look-ahead numbers that we have in college football, potential title game matchups, and more coming up here on Follow the Money. This is Follow the Money on v World Cup countdown's on. Now's the time to get your copy of the World Cup betting guide with v Nigel Seeley on all eight groups. How about that? And we got picks and predictions for every group and awards. Become a v Pro subscriber. It's your only way to get the guide. Sign up now for $99. Get v Pro access, everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. I can't wait to read this. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for the World Cup betting guide and watch the betting preview show on YouTube. Just subscribe to VEASAN Live on YouTube. Piece of cake.
Here we go. Friend of the show, great NFL handicapper and analyst and uh, the voice of the Simple Handicap Podcast, Adam Chernoff, joins the program now. Good morning, pal. Great week last week. Very good week. Uh, staying sort of steady here the last four to six weeks, just keeping her afloat. So hopefully this week is another good one to add on top of it. Okay, we were talking about like survivor plays earlier, and uh, I pointed out that of the people who have the Niners left, you might really want to consider that team this week. There's not a lot to like in Survivor, but overall, I mean, it is just a complete mismatch on paper. Uh, the coaching, the talent overall, and now the injury starting to mount up for Arizona. Zach Ertz out for the year. What do you think of this game coming up? What's Survivor down to? Is it sub-50 people now? 86. Okay, so yeah, you're kind of at the point where you're just you're playing to get through the week. I know there's mm-hmm. people that'll look strategy-wise, but I mean, this is a season unlike any other in terms of how quickly people have been knocked out uh, Mitch like you said this is a mismatch on both sides of the football neutral field game in Mexico uh the Niners defense has been solid all year it's completely healthy and you're getting an Arizona Cardinals offensive line that could be missing as many as four starters it's been a lingering problem for the Cardinals the last 3 to 4 weeks fact of the matter is it's just it's a banged up offensive line that couldn't pass block to begin with when they were healthy, as bad as a matchup as it gets. You mentioned Zach Ertz is out. Kyler Murray has the hamstring injury, which kept him out a week ago. This is all around bad. And on the other side, this is a 49ers offense that left a lot on the field against the Chargers. A multiple drive stalled inside the 15-yard line, 10-yard line. Uh, there were a lot of points left out there. But it was also the first week that all of those pieces have been healthy for San Francisco. To me, this is a Niners offense that's trending towards being one of the best in the league. You have the great defense on the other side. Bad matchup. Um, I'll lay the eight here happily with San Francisco on the neutral. Survivor-wise, I think it's a really good look. Okay. Uh, take us through what you're thinking, your thought process, as with Cleveland and Buffalo here, as with the weather scenario and and, and what you think. Because, I mean, if you get a, a ton of, of snow and you, you're you limited in the passing game, well, here comes Chubb. Yeah, okay, so this isn't closing 47, it's not closing 46, Uh it's not closing 45. This could go really, really low. The storm is being dubbed Snowvember Part 2 in Buffalo, (laughs) because I guess several years ago there was a storm that shut down the entire city. There's a very active Bills community, and within it there's discussions about how this is something so unusual to people native to the city because you don't get storm talk like this three, four, five days in advance. The forecast calls for feet. It's not, it's not inches of snow. It is feet of snow. And so we're going to see this total get bashed to the under because if it is anywhere as close to as bad as being forecasted, you're just not going to be able to move the football one way or the other. It's all going to be on the ground. It's going to be a very slow-paced game. So that's the the view on the total. From the side perspective, as we look at this, it's anywhere between 9 and 10 at every sportsbook on the board. A lot of places showing 9.5. If you think of the total coming down, which it absolutely will, as a total comes down, the points on the side and the point spread become a lot more valuable. If this total goes as low as I think it will, the value you're going to get from playing Cleveland on the side is going to grow as the week goes on. But I also think the conditions favor Cleveland too, because like you mentioned, Paul, you're going to get Nick Chubb. You're going to get this running attack for Cleveland against the Bills defense that is built to stop the pass as a run funnel defense that allows the run. Everything here to me with the conditions, with the matchup, if it all unfolds as badly as it is forecasted to, Cleveland getting nine and a half or 10 points here is very, very good. I'll look at this as nine and a half for sake of the show, Cleveland on the point spread. And we have to hope for really bad snow and conditions in Buffalo on Sunday. Is that the only game that you know? Again, we're early here in the Mm -hmm. week, Tuesday morning. Only game that you know of as of right now that's going to be potentially impacted by weather. So there's in the Northeast as well, there's games in New England. There's games at MetLife for the Giants. You have a game in Baltimore as well. Um, something that's pretty advantageous for betters to look at is if you're catching the under in one game and there's a weather system that's impacting the others, if you're looking at potentially a correlated parlay to the unders in those situations, those are typically very good bets to make. The forecast specifically because of the lake effect and how it's being broken down looks considerably worse for Buffalo than any of those other spots, but it's a very good angle to keep your eye on 
the rest of the day today as well as tomorrow, because if there is something that spreads out to these other games in the Northeast, those totals are going to come down in a hurry as well. How concerned are you what you've seen the last couple of weeks with Philly's run defense? And is this set up now with a big dose of Taylor and you want to grab the points again with the Colts? It does. So had the Colts last week against the Raiders. I thought it was just the spot where the Raiders were they're so bad and so poorly coached that they shouldn't be laying that big of a number. And there was potentially going to be a bump for Jeff Saturday as bad as he was from the coaching staff. The addition of Matt Ryan is, is going to bump the value of the Colts as well. We haven't seen this number change very much from where we were at a week ago later. The look headlines come out every Tuesday. And mm-hmm. so this came out as eight, assuming that Ellinger was going to start before we had the entire coaching shift as well. And so to me, without that bump that we saw the Colts deserving of against the Raiders, seeing that the coaching staff potentially isn't nearly as bad as we thought that it could be, but also the fact now we have a much better starting quarterback than Sam Ellinger under center. I think this game has to be seven at a minimum. I can make the case for this being six and a half. So if you're catching north of the touchdown, uh, you're getting the Colts. And like you mentioned, this is going to be a big Taylor game. I think one of the most underrated positions so far this season with how the league is changing is that defensive tackle slash nose tackle position. Jordan Davis for the Eagles has been out a couple weeks. The Texans did whatever they wanted on the ground on Thursday night. Yesterday, we saw the commanders get whatever they want. The Colts with Taylor going to have a lot of success, too. So I think when you get the dog at home that can run the football, catching more than a touchdown, uh, that's a good spot to be backing here. So I'll go in the plus seven and a half for the show here in the widely available lines. But eights are out there. So you think you know a guy and then he comes on the air last week and he surprises (laughs) the entire world by saying, give me Jared Goff on the road (laughs) and it wins. And uh, you're back today. And are you telling me that you're going to make the case back to back weeks for Jared Goff on the road? Yeah, this is um, this is uncharted territory. Yeah, I haven't I haven't been here before where you're potentially making the case there. But look, the Giants again last week against the Texans. So they they close four and a half against Houston. Some places closed five. The entire second half for Houston was basically this giant backdoor cover drive. They had five consecutive drives where they could have brought the game within the point spread to cut it to a four point game. And they got inside the red zone every single drive in the second half. They combined those drives for six total points. So, like, this is a Giants defense that isn't – it's keeping teams out of the end zone, but there's a lot of luck and a lot of fortune with teams driving down the field and stalling inside the red zone. There's penalties. There's turnovers. It's just a lot of bounces going the way of the Giants. The Lions, much better offense than the Houston Texans at this point. As we saw against the Bears, when they're facing a defense that's not very good, they can still move the football. And so, to me, the Giants laying points against an offense that can move it and just how fortunate they've been with a lot of these bounces, uh, it's a spot where, as much as it pains me, going to have to go back to the Lions here and take the three points with Jared Goff. Okay. Uh, how about this line in one of the late games? Now, the Vikings are hot. Yeah, Finding ways to win, I understand that they tie the record seven in a row all by one score. So they go to Buffalo, pull out, get the miracle win. Now they're at home, and they're, they're dogs against Dallas. I, I couldn't get to this number. Um, Minnesota has one of the biggest home field advantages yes. in football in terms of the spread that's being added. And so when this was at two, you're, you're implying that the Cowboys essentially three and a half points better than Minnesota on a neutral field. That was too high to me. Took Minnesota. In terms of that regression angle and the one-score games, People are saying that it was inevitable because last year they were so bad in one-score games. They would have to get lucky this year and start getting all of those victories. I disagree with that sentiment, and I think what's happening this year with the Vikings is a product of having a significantly better coaching staff than what this team and franchise has been stuck with for seasons past with Mike Zimmer and how conservative he was. I think it's just you're getting that benefit of the coaching staff that's turning into wins in games that have been really competitive for Minnesota, the majority of which they've had a really big lead as well. So I'm not just looking at this team as a lucky team. I think it's a team that's been well coached through the first 10 weeks and catching points at home against this Dallas team, uh, just too big of a price tag for me not to pass up. So Minnesota plus one uh, on the point spread would be another bet that I would make this week for the side. Awesome, as always. Follow him on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff, and you can get his podcast. It's called The Simple Handicap, wherever 
you listen to your podcast. Best of luck this week. Thanks very much, guys. Chat soon. Yeah, be good. Thank you. Up next, we'll, uh, what we are betting today with our in-pocket plays on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.